now connected to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Have your seat at the table with Open All Powers, Sir Wizard, Vans on Patrol, Dinner in a Podcast, Superhero Speak, Nerdtastic Podcast, Cult 45, and Not Another Nerdy Podcast. We have the entertainment you can't refuse. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time. For episode number 207 of the So Wizard podcast, I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Welcome back, Aubrey. Thanks, Aubrey. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to have you back. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Yeah, Aubrey, it's good to have both of you back. Welcome back to the show. I try. I try. <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got an ungodly amount of news to talk about from San Diego Comic-Con. So we're just going to jump right into it and do it up with tons of trailers and news stories. But before that, let's find out how everyone's doing. Aubrey, we missed you last week. Big shout out to Steven from the new and improved Super Retro Throwback Reviews, the Audio Files colon 2.0. Good Lord, that is a long name. That's right. For filling in, but how are you? I'm good. I went to, I worked. Yes, I did. I worked. Um, and then I got a promotion. And today was my first day at my new store. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm tired. I went to the beach this weekend, and it wasn't even really a vacation. So I got to say, Aubrey, I like the way you work it. No diggity. Marcellus, yo, what's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this week I went to Kineticon for like three hours, two hours maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly to see uh, one voice actress that was there, Dee uh, Dee Magno, uh, um, Dee Dee Magno Hall, actually. Uh, she is the voice of Pearl on Steven Universe. Uh, but before that... Steven that- Universe? <laughs> But before that, back in the uh, 90s, she was a singer in uh, my favorite teen pop group ever, The Party. Uh, And uh, I didn't ever think I would get a chance to meet her. And I was so glad that I uh, found out that she was going to be there and glad that I had the time to drive all the way to Connecticut to uh, go and see her. She is the sweetest, nicest person in the world. And uh, I got there like super late, like the con was closing down. I got to the aisle with all of the anime voice actors and they were all gone. Like almost all of them were gone. It was like 75% empty. And I'm like, oh shit, I think I missed her. But came around the corner, there she was. Still with a line full of people. Um, so it was great. I got her autograph, got to give her a hug, gave her a high five. It was. It was. Did, uh, was she happy to talk to you about the party instead of Steven Universe? <laughs> I think she was. I think she was. She was also um, in the touring company of Miss Saigon, um, and I saw her uh, years ago in Miss Saigon too. So she. That's where the high five came from. She was like, "Holy shit! You actually saw Miss Saigon? 
Uh, I mean, she didn't say that, but that was her reaction. So, yeah, yeah, I think she was psyched to talk to see uh, an old fan of the party show up in, amongst these uh, Steven Universe fans. Right, right, right. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I uh, I actually did something this past week. Wow, what did you do? Uh, my daughter and I went to see Weezer and the Pixies in concert in uh, the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Uh, it was fantastic, but let me tell you, Aubrey, I think mm-hmm. our podcast is cursed for going to concerts. <laughs> did it rain? Not only did it rain, it was like torrential thunderstorms <laughs> and downpour the entire time. So it's an hour and a half drive to get to the show, and it, was, it took us five hours to get there. <laughs> Oh, my God. Lord. You couldn't see more than like three to five feet in front of the car on the highway. And we were on the Massachusetts Turnpike doing 20 to 30 miles an hour the entire way there. But we both really wanted to see the concert. And it was uh, part of a Christmas present for Janine was these tickets to go. So there was no way I was going to not go if it was possible. And plus the uh, Xfinity Center's Facebook page kept saying that there's no refunds unless the bands don't play. And all three bands were at the venue and planning on playing tonight. (laughs) Wow. I had spent quite a bit of money on the tickets, so I was not looking to to eat that money just because it was raining a little bit. More than a little bit. Actually, (laughs) quite a lot. (laughs) But we made it. We made it there. And then we. the cool part was uh, because the weather was so bad when we got there, which was before the show started, there weren't a lot of people there. So we were able to park in the lower parking lot, which of course means nothing to the majority of our listeners. But if you've ever been to the Xfinity center, it has one of the worst parking lots in the history of moving vehicles. <laughs> um, it, it, when we went to see blink One Eighty Two there a few years ago, it took us three hours to get out of the parking lot after the show. So the fact that we were in the lower section near the exit meant that we left in 45 minutes after the show. So that was amazing. There you go. You got it under an hour, man. That is pretty amazing. Right. So when we got there, though, we it was getting time the gates to open. I'm like, well, I might as well just go inside. I'm sick of sitting in the car. I've already been in the car for five hours. So we went and walked in the pouring rain and stood outside. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we're pushing back the door open time until like 6:45 so we just stood there in the pouring rain. Jeez. <laughs> uh, well eventually we got inside. Uh the first band that played Slay Bells is probably the worst band I've ever seen live in my entire life. I was instantly regretting my decision and envious of the deaf when they were playing, but uh then the Pixies played and they were awesome and then Weezer played and they're fucking amazing. And then we went home. I was exhausted. I was still like recovering. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm old and it takes me a long time. But uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. It was nice to actually leave the house, spend time with my daughter. So That's cool. What did she think of the show? Oh, she loved it. She loved it. Nice. She's a huge fan of uh, Weezer and we both like the Pixies enough. So, mm-hmm. hey, Aubrey, did you go see Dave Matthews again? I did. Yeah. I went <laughs> was to it raining? Beach. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went down to Virginia beach. We stayed the weekend and we saw him down there and, um, and Noah's father came and stayed with him for the weekend. So they were here. That's good. How was the show? It was good. It was a little bit of a slower show. Um, so that kind of, that was a little bit difficult because I was really tired. Oh, we were day drinking. And so I get really, really tired when I'm drinking. No. Are we tired? Get out of here. 
Me yeah. too. Yeah, I get so <laughs> tired. And so I was half asleep. Plus, um, I was getting text messages from Noah's father because he was upset that I left. Noah was upset I left. So, Aww. yeah, so that was a little bit tough. Yeah, I did. I did. I went and I saw Dave Matthews. Oh, good. I was wondering why you were posting pictures from this old show. I'm like, you already posted these pictures on Instagram. I already seen them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I went again. We go at least like twice a year. That's amazing. I yeah. Don't, I can't think of anyone that I love enough to go see that tours that I can go see twice a year. Yeah. I would. I would see Maiden. Yeah. As many times as possible if it was affordable. <laughs> <laughs> I did see him twice in two years, so I guess that was a lot. All right. Mark, please tell the listeners, this may be their first time listening, and they need to know where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll also find some Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. So uh, purchase some of our So Wizard Podcast t-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on that big A, do your shopping, receive your products, and then you'll be helping out So Wizard too. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and uh, give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can also stream us through Spotify. Uh, you can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Uh, let's see, this week's K-pop jam is Highland CC. Back to you, Joey. Let's rap, kids. Uh, let's rap for 800, please. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Young Money Militia, and I am the commissioner. You don't want to start wheezy because the F is for finisher. Lily. Who's Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Alex Trebek rapping that I love so much. I'm waiting for his mixtape to drop any second now. Certainly will be the hottest mixtape. Uh, great. So, you know, we've got so much stuff to cover from this weekend's San Diego Comic-Con. So, Mark, just let's go. Just jump face first into this stuff. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis, bring forth the news. All right. There's so much news to uh, talk about that it's going to this will be like a five hour show if we went over everything. So let's let's just hit the, the main bullet points. Let's start with some news that actually had nothing to do with San Diego Comic-Con, but it happened to uh, fall on that same day or during that same weekend. Um, it appears that Disney has decided to fire James Gunn off of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, because of some tweets that he had uh, put on Twitter years ago. Um, up to about 10 years ago, uh, they uh, resurfaced, um, I believe, as an effort to uh, get him ousted from the movie. And it worked. And now Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, or at least a franchise that has James Gunn DNA like all throughout it, uh, doesn't have him as a director anymore. 
Um, I, I'm so unbelievably shocked that this happened. I'm so kind of pissed about it. Uh, but I wanted you guys, uh, thoughts on what you think, uh, when this all went down. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Joey. I was stunned when this happened. Um, they, he's apologized about these tweets already. Um, geez, years ago. And he used to, uh, run with and work for trauma, which are, uh, you know, big edgelord movies, you know, shocking you and, and, and whatnot. And they, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty offensive tweets. If you've read them, um, they're certainly not anything I consider funny, but it was a long time ago and it's clear he's not a pedophile or rapist. It was just like out of the edge, the tweets. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why he didn't mass delete all that stuff. Um, the second he started talking to anyone about working at Disney Christ, I was trying to get a job where I work <laughs> And I made sure I locked down all my social media accounts until uh, I had the job there. <laughs> so I didn't want anyone to search it and wonder why uh, I'm followed by Gape Lover 69 on Twitter. <laughs> have that affect my uh, have that affect my job prospects? But I just I don't understand why I didn't delete them. Um, I understand why they had to fire him. And it, I mean, it is what it is, and it sucks. But should deleted that shit, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of uh, this news of James Gunn being fired? I'm not surprised. Um, I also am in the same boat as Joey. I don't see why he didn't. Um, I don't see why he didn't delete all of it. Um, so I do agree with Joey on that point. I I feel like at the same time, it's a little sad that they can't get past. You know the the past. I mean, he said those things in the past, people do change, you know, he was a different, he's a different person now than he was two years ago, different entertainment wise and everything. So it's a little, and you know, and it, I guess I can see their point and I can see why they would think, you know, always prepare for the future and, and what you would like to do in the future. It just kind of, I guess is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the thing that pisses me off is that, uh, like you said, Joe, he already apologized for this years ago when he got the gig um, in the first place. When he first got got the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy gig, someone brought up all of these tweets and, you know, he explained that was done for shock value. He doesn't think it's funny. He's grown and matured as a person. And. You know, he's he, that's not what he does anymore. And he hasn't done. I don't believe he's done any kind of super offensive tweets like that since then. And, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, the movies themselves are all about these misfits, people that, you know, kind of become better people and learn the error of their ways and try to, you know, form a family and be better. And the fact that that Disney, like the president of Disney was like, you know what? Yeah, we're just going to get rid of him. Like he reads tweets. He doesn't read tweets. He was pressured. Well, that's to the do thing. This. He probably had no idea about any of this until somebody showed him these tweets, and he was like, "Oh, fuck that! You're out." <laughs> right, right. But someone lower than him, like a lot lower than him, already had this conversation and already went through all of this six years ago or seven years ago when they first surfaced. So the fact that it's all of a sudden out of the blue back again, and it's like, "All right, you're out of here." It really, it he was treated really unfairly, man. If anyone listens to like some of our earlier episodes <laughs> yeah like, we'd be in big trouble oh god we'd, we'd be in huge trouble job. i mean not that we're that much better now but you know i would hate to you know get tagged on something that i did 
you know, 10 years ago when I was trying to be silly or trying to be um, trying to be funny and being stupid at the time. It's just it's really, really shitty. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but Disney is just it's a, it's a unbelievably shitty situation. And I don't know what the next step is going to be. Right, I guess nobody else does. Okay, so uh, I have no idea. They'll have to get a new director, obviously, because they're trying to shoot in January. So, yeah, I think the unfortunate thing is that he had such a good grasp on these characters, and to see him lose that is gonna, it's gonna suck. It does. It just sucks. Yep. And whoever does get that job is gonna have the most thankless, Thank- gonna have the most thankless directing job ever. Because uh, no matter what they do, no matter how good of a job they they do, they're going to be the person that destroyed Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Where's Edgar Wright when you need him? Yeah, seriously. Let's get Ron Howard back on here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. So, that was the big news that happened out of San Diego Comic-Con. So, other than that, um, there are some other things. But mainly, let's let's get into some of these trailers that dropped. Is there... Is there any trailers in particular that you guys want to talk about right off the bat? Because we had a shit ton of them. All of them. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So let's start with uh, let's start with some of the smaller ones. Let's start with the TV ones. Uh, did you guys check out the Walking Dead trailer for season nine? Is it? That I did not. Um, but it also would be nothing to me because I haven't seen anything since season two. I don't know. It was all right, I guess. But um so checked out on walking dead at this point i don't know yeah the beauty of, the beauty of those trailers is to try to like bring people in like suck them in i think it did a really good job um i'm not sure if i want to watch it but that trailer was definitely pretty dope the problem is that i missed like 90 percent of last season so i have to sit down and watch it and the thought of sitting down and watching it is just like physically painful to me <laughs> Maybe I could just read what happened on Wikipedia and and start watching it again this season. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Know. There you go. All right. So um, it looked cool, though. It looked cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I I'm glad for all the Walking Dead fans. Looks like they're going to get a good season. But um, yeah, like you, Joey. I don't know if I really want to get caught up so I can enjoy it. All right. So um, before like right at the beginning of San Diego Comic Con, we got a new trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the Queen movie that's coming out. Did you guys? take a look at that one aubrey yes all right what did you think of the new trailer oh my god i'm so excited i can't wait i absolutely am so in love with this movie Mm -hmm. what about you joy oh i need it right now all over my face i actually went back and watched uh queen at live aid on youtube just to like (laughs) get ready um the epicness of it looks it looks ridiculous. Um, that Live Aid footage, uh, you know, it's what a great use of computer graphics because that looks like they were really filming it, um, like it was really happening there. Uh, I think that trailer looks amazing. It, I was psyched for the movie before. Now I really cannot wait for it. It looks so Yeah, I would, I would definitely tell the listeners out there, if you've never seen Queen at Live Aid, it's literally the single greatest musical per- live musical performance in the history of mankind. So uh, get your ass on YouTube and watch it. <laughs> All right. So uh, we also got a trailer for the upcoming sequel to Split and Unbreakable, uh, Glass. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan is back. Uh, we got a look at the poster before. Now we got some actual footage. Uh, Sarah Paulson uh, kicks off the whole trailer. 
it has like a a unique style. I can't really tell what they're doing. I'm hoping that it does the big superhero thing towards the end, which the other movies didn't, which is why I didn't really like them. Um, but we'll we'll see, Shyamalan. I got my eye on you, uh, Joey. <laughs> what did you think of the Glass trailer? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Really? I cannot fucking wait for this movie. I uh, I love Unbreakable. I really like Split too. I didn't think it was like on the same level as Unbreakable, but it was good. Um, God, I can't fucking wait for this movie. <laughs> really? Give it to me now. <laughs> All right, Aubrey. What about you? I I actually am pretty excited about this movie. I know how you feel about M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Um, but I I saw Split and it actually was pretty cool. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited. You've seen Unbreakable, right? I haven't. No. What? <laughs> Wait, have I? Have I not? What was Unbreakable about? It was. Well, uh, I, I tell you, it ruins the movie. <laughs> It was Bruce Willis was a guy who survived a train crash, uh, a train no, crash, I, and everyone I, died. He's the only one that survived. I have not seen it. Oh my god! You need to get on that. That is, you know, what you say, Mark, when uh, Aubrey hasn't seen Unbreakable. You just made the list. <laughs> yep, that's on the list. Yeah, I will add it. All right, so um, well, why don't we talk about one of the other new trailers that dropped recently? Um, we got a look at Alita Battle Angel uh, that came out uh, a little bit after Comic-Con. They did play a little bit during Comic-Con, but it was available to the public right after that. Uh, I know we kind of talked about the other trailer before. I think this one actually looks a lot better. I can see how they're really trying to make a live action anime uh, work in the real world. I can really see how they're putting those pieces into place. And I think it looks cool. I think it looks really, really cool. I'm, I'm pretty psyched for it. Aubrey, did you get a chance to check out the new Alita Battle Angel trailer? Uh, yeah, and that was one I did not see. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Joey, what about you? Uh, I thought this trailer looked fucking awesome. <laughs> really? Holy shit. It, it looks like they've done a lot of work on the CG on her face. Yep. So the eyes don't look so bad. Yep. And now I feel like awful for the movie because the first impression everyone had was that awful, terrible teaser trailer they released. Good Lord, that was bad with the bad eyes. Yeah. And that's now every, the only thing everybody will talk about. And I thought <laughs> this new trailer looked fucking awesome. It looked like an anime. It looked like an anime. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it looked like there's some really cool action sequences in it and stuff. It just looked really cool. And I was like, what the fuck? When, why couldn't they have shown the movie looking like this from the start? Because <laughs> now it's going to be an app. I don't think there's any way around it. This is going to be an absolute neutron bomb at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> We're never getting another anime adaptation ever again. I don't know. I think this one might turn some people around. I think you'll take uh, anime full metal alchemist on Netflix and you'll like it. That's all you'll get <laughs> from now on. Seriously. But yeah, I thought it looked fucking fantastic. I'm super excited. I knew not. I knew I was wrong to doubt James Cameron. Oh yeah. And they threw that right in front of the trailer from James Cameron. Big bold letters. They want you to know that poor, this is the guy. Poor Robert Rodriguez. Like they're like, and Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> the director of Sin City. Like he <laughs> He doesn't just get to be his name. They have to tell you who he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually psyched for that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. 
It made my eyes open wide when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. So let's talk about uh, Fantastic Beast Part 2. Uh, we got a new trailer for that. Uh, some more scenes of, uh, I think they show like young Newt, whatever his name is, uh, being taught by Dumbledore. And they gave it a, a little bit more of an epic field. I'm still not down for these movies. I don't know. There's something about the Wizarding World that if it's not seen through the eyes of like a young plucky hero, it just doesn't, I don't know, I, I, it's hard for me to get into it. Um, Aubrey, me and you are Harry Potter fans. What did you think of this new Fantastic Beast trailer? I'm really excited to see um, Grinwald and and uh, Nicola, Nicholas Nicholas Flamel. Flamel. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm really excited. The first Fantastic Beast was really cool. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see how they do this one too. And Jude Law looks really cool as Dumbledore. He just kind of looks good to begin with. Oh, hey, so, hey yeah. All right, so Joy, what about you? Does this, this trailer entice you at all to uh, watch this movie? No, I didn't even watch it because fuck Harry Potter. Awesome. I'm going to have to see it no matter what because of uh, the kids, but I don't know. It's just like a bunch of uh, people walk, British people walking around like dressed like GQ. <laughs> yeah. And they're like waving around sticks. Uh, it's just not my thing. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, Millie Bobby Brown starring in the new Godzilla King of Monsters. Uh, another, well, this, I guess this is a sequel to the uh, the Gareth Edwards Godzilla movie from a few years ago. From what I can tell, it, this one also looks pretty epic. Uh, there seems to be a lot more creatures in there, so I'm not really sure how Godzilla's going to star in it because the other creatures seem like they're outshining him a little bit in the trailer. Uh, but I, I think it looks cool. I think it looks epic. Uh, I'm interested to see the destruction that these monsters are able to do. And I'm interested to see people's reaction to seeing these old creatures back on the screen. Joey, what did you think of Godzilla, King of the Monsters? I thought it looked kind of cool, but I'm also like, I have a little pause because I don't want it to be another uh, people talking for 80% of the movie while monsters fight for 20% of the movie. Yeah. So... I want there to be a lot more monsters fighting. That's my concern. And the trailers seem to be emphasizing people more. So mm-hmm. that's my only concern. I mean, it looks really cool. It just, I don't know. I don't know what I want from an Americanized live action Godzilla movie. I'll be quite honest. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's not the first one that came out. It's certainly not Matthew Broderick is uh, oh, Godzilla, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It looks really cool. I want this to be awesome. So hopefully it will be. Mm-hmm. All right, Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of uh, seeing all of those creatures? Um, I thought it was fantastic. I was talking to somebody about it and they were like, you know, uh, I'll be really excited if we see Angris. I was like, dude, we get Gamera. We're going to see Gamera in it. And mm-hmm. King Ghidorah, um, Rodin, Rodon's in it, uh, Mothra's in it. Like, holy crap. Just about every single creature from Godzilla is in that movie. I cannot wait. My body is ready. <laughs> you know, it'd be really cool if they had Gigan in it because it'd be kind of cool to see like a dinosaur with blade arms. That'd be really cool. I'm waiting for Minya to show up. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm just super excited. I don't think I, Minya is going to show up. Just I think that Millie Bobby Brown is going to save that movie. 
<laughs> you think she's going to save the movie? Yes. Yeah, I think Mothra is going to save that movie. Honestly, that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm betting on. That wingspan is pretty dope. I really can't wait to get Aubrey's reaction to this movie. That's the you're the one person I really want to. I really want your review of it. I'm super excited. My body's ready. I'm gonna bring Noah to go see it. Oh yeah, he's oh he's gonna love it. Oh geez. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's not, you know, enjoy. One of the things I did here is that Godzilla is on the screen uh, twice as much as he was in the first one. So oh great, so he's on the screen for 15 minutes. This time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you have the other creatures too, so maybe they'll make up the the balance. All right, so uh, let's finish up our big movie reviews with. Uh, the big ones that hit the floor. And you know what that means. We have to go back. <laughs> oh, no. We are going to the DCEU, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right now, two big trailers dropped for San Diego Comic-Con. Some footage from a third one that we didn't get a chance to see. But let's talk about the ones that we did get a chance to take a look at. Let's start with Zachary Levi is Shazam. We finally got some footage of him in action. We got an idea of the uh, the vibe that they're going for for this movie. I'm going to say it right now. Out of all of the trailers I saw that dropped for uh, San Diego Comic-Con, this is the one that I enjoyed the most. I watched it more than anything else, and uh, I was stunned at how how well it works. Uh, even though they only show like a little bit, I was really, I'm really on board with it because this is exactly what I wanted to see from a Shazam movie. Uh, so what did you guys think of Shazam? Let's start with Aubrey. I thought it looked fun. It looked funky. You know, it just, it was, it was fun. It was fun. I liked it. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, what about you? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I loved this trailer. This was everything I wanted. <laughs> Holy shit. Can you guys believe that Joey was actually this excited over a DC movie? I know I'm super excited over this. I uh, just the just the part where uh, Billy Batson's walking towards the camera with like purpose, and he says Shazam, and he turns into Shazam mm-hmm. and keeps. Oh my god, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my body is ready. <laughs> it looked great. It was funny, and it just looks it looks awesome. I'm so excited. I actually showed the trailer to my son, and he's super excited as well. Um, so. There you go. Let's do this. <laughs> it's awesome. And this is from the director of Lights Out and some other <laughs> like Blumhouse horror movie that came out last year. So uh yeah, it looks like he looks like he knows what he's doing. I mean, he got the train scene, he got the uh the wizard giving him the powers. Uh and Zachary Levi and Zachary Levi is such a cool dude. Like he was uh for San Diego Comic Con, he always did events that were outside of the convention for like fans um, for, you know, people who didn't want to stand in line and haul H for hours. Uh, he always tried to do like other cool events for fans at San Diego comic-con specifically. So the fact that he gets to have one of the best trailers at San Diego comic-con, I'm very proud of the guy. I'm, I'm very glad for him because uh, he's earned it. He, he's a good dude. All right. So let's talk about the other, uh, the other big fish in the room. My uh, man. <laughs> We finally, finally, finally got our look at Jason Momoa starring in Aquaman. Uh, we got a look at the the scope of it, a look at the underwater cities, and just a, a general idea of how they're going to attack this character that you know everyone laughed at for decades. Uh, what did you think of the trailer? Let's start with uh, let's start with Joey. Um, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> 
This is a crazy, crazy episode of the show. There's two DCEU movies that we're looking forward to here. But um, I thought it looked great. The Some of the CG was a little wonky. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that'll get ironed out before it comes out, as we've seen with uh, Battle Angel Alita's eyes. But I thought everything about the movie other than that looked great. Um, the action looks cool. The underwater stuff doesn't look stupid like it has for two movies now in the DCEU. So it's not like Batman versus Superman where they literally filmed underwater and he's holding his breath. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or whatever the hell was going on in Justice League where they like have to go in a bubble of air and talk. So that was terrible. But this looked fucking great, man. Uh, it looks epic. There's a lot of action. Uh, Amber Heard is smoking hot. I'm all in, man. Yeah, what did I you, can dig it. <laughs> what did you think of Amber Heard's wig? Because that's getting a lot of flack online. Eh, they'll fix it in post. I think it looks fucking stupid. <laughs> Aubrey, give it to me. What did you think of uh, your boy Jason Momoa in Aquaman? I think that that I think the trailer looks awesome. I am so excited. I've been excited for this movie from the beginning, but I am just so ready. I think that Amber Heard looks fucking stupid. <laughs> I think. You I just think, wish it was you. Well, I think her wig makes her look like freaking Ariel. What's wrong, what's wrong with that? I like Ariel. I think it's stupid. They could have made him look more natural. Yeah, we are talking about an underwater city, you know, Aubrey, <laughs> and Fishman. So the, uh, the, the level really... What? The, <laughs> the hidden city, Gungan City? Uh, I don't really like it. I can understand that. I can understand. A lot of people are giving her a lot of shit about that or giving DC a lot of shit about that wig. But um, I don't care. I like the Little Mermaid. I say bring it. Uh, yeah. I, and I thought the trailer looked amazing. There's one scene where they're diving off of a, bo- of a boat with like a flare light. And there's a bunch of like creatures that are going after them. That scene looks amazing. Uh, I think James Wan is going to knock it out of the fucking park with this movie. I really do. I really do. I'm, re- I'm really psyched for it. And it's coming out this year. Like in a few months. All right, so that's it for that's it for movies, unless there was something else you guys saw that you wanted to talk about. Uh, not that I'm aware of. I think we touched on everything. All right, so let's stick with the DCEU and uh, get into the TV shows. Uh, so the DC Universe uh, finally announced their pricing. Um, I know we were talking about it before. If it's something that we're going to be down with, if we're going to plunk down the extra money for it. Uh, their pricing doesn't seem that bad. Uh, seventy four ninety nine for the year or seven ninety nine a month. You know, it's comparable to Netflix. Uh, Joey, now that you have a price point to aim at, what do you think of these prices? Is this something that's gonna you think tempt you to to get the DC Universe app? Um, no, no, not the price not good enough for you or not enough uh, content the, for the, you. The price is fine, but after seeing that Titans trailer, I'm all set. <laughs> all right. Aubrey, mm. what about you price-wise? What do you think of that, uh, that price? Is that something that you might want to dip your toes in? No. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, me either. They're going to have to do something a little bit more in order to give me to plunk down another 8 bucks a month. Uh, so, Joy, since you brought it up, let's talk about that Titans trailer. I can't believe we live in a world where the DC movies are fun and light and the DC TV shows are dark and gritty. I don't know what the hell they're thinking making these characters so dark now it's just bloody and violent and it looks like something that should be on uh marvel's netflix shows uh but let's talk about the trailer aubrey what did you think of the titans tv teaser trailer it's trash (laughs) absolute trash is there anything about it you liked at all 
No. Wow. Not a single thing. It was cool, the whole concept of the Titans. But as I was excited about there being a Teen Titans something, and then they showed it, and I was like, oh, this is what they came up with. I... Were you a fan of the uh, Teen Titans cartoon show from a few years ago? Yes, I loved Teen Titans. No, I never really got into it. Joey, what about you? What did you think of this Titans trailer? Fuck Batman. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was horrendous. It was like a fundamental misunderstanding of everything that makes Titans what it is. It was so bad. Dick Grayson, Robin... Like killing people and being an edge lord, it was just like Ow the Edge, the TV series. Like, oh my god! And then it's like, here's Robin, and he's killing everybody, and then he's like, fuck Batman. And then it's like, here's Beast Boy, and he looks like shit, and he's like jumping <laughs> <in> slow motion. <laughs> and then here's Hawk and Dove, and Dove is killing people. Like, what? Like, that's the whole point of Hawk and Dove is like one of Hawk is aggressive and Dove is a pacifist. So Dove should not be killing people with bad CG blood everywhere. Oh, God. Yeah. The CG blood is horrendous. Starfire looks terrible. And here's the worst part about Starfire. I was actually reading online about Titans, people arguing and yelling at each other about it. And we've all seen the terrible uh, onset pictures of what Starfire looks like. If you look up what the actress looks like, she looks fine. Like, it, there's people have taken just random, like, publicity shots of her, like her normal, like, headshots and stuff, and just, like, photoshopped Starfire's colors onto her, like her red hair and, and putting an orange or tint to her skin. Yep. And it looks fine. Yeah. Well, why did they do that to her? <laughs> That poor actress. She's actually really hot. Yes. So I don't know what they what they did to her there. But, oh, my God. It's just awful. It, it's awful. And then I read online that Jason Todd is going to be in the series. Right. Who would be the type of Robin that, or when he's a Red Hood, that would use guns and kill people and stuff. But he's going to be the one trying to bring Dick Grayson back to being a normal superhero. Like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's awful. Awful. I mean, I know it's just a trailer and people are like, oh, it's just a trailer. But like this is the thing you're putting forward to say, hey, Joey, could you spend eight dollars a month on this? Look what we have and what you have is shit. So I don't want to spend eight dollars a month on it. Exactly, man. You would think that their first swing um, out of the gate for this new Titans TV show that's going to be their flagship show. You think they'll be like, oh, we're going to try and get all of the Titan fans into it, especially the same week that titans go to the movies hits theaters when everyone is all in like a teen titans frenzy and they put out a trailer that is almost against everything that uh these characters have shown before and this is the flagship tv show right you needed to knock it out of the park to get people excited for the streaming service and this is just shit other than a funny meme of fuck batman i can't (laughs) think of anything positive that's come out of this trailer and, you know, I can understand how I can kind of understand how Dick Grayson would get to the point where he's like, fuck Batman. You know, he, he's, you know, kind of sick of some of the, the shit that he might have gone through as a kid. I can kind of understand that. But one, you don't need to you don't need to go make that hard left of a turn to have him say that in the trailer. You know, what I mean, if he dropped it in a TV show, then it'd be like, ooh. 
something's off in this episode. I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. But the fact that they put that in a trailer, that is a huge like red flag of like, nope, we are doing something. We are going completely offline or off the grid for this one. And uh, we want you to come along. And I don't think a lot of people are going to go along with it. I really don't. All right, so that's it for uh, for the DCEU. We got a couple more TV shows uh, that we saw trailers for. Iron Fist Season 2 is coming back. They dropped a trailer for Iron Fist Season 2. I think it looks really cool. Uh, the fight choreography is going to be a little bit better in this one. And uh, Danny Rand the, did such an amazing job in his one episode of Luke Cage. I'm actually excited to see what, uh, what he's going to bring for the season. Aubrey, did you get a chance to watch the Iron Fist Season 2 trailer? I did. I'm not excited. No? Oh. <laughs> fuck Iron Fist. I hate it. I hate Wait, it so much. Fuck Batman yeah, or fuck say, Iron Fist? <laughs> what do you dig, Grayson? Fuck Iron Fist. Iron Fist is so horrible. I am. I just cannot ever be excited about that movie. That stinks. All right, Joey, what about you, man? What did you think of the... Uh, uh, I mean, show, either. not movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> we knew what you meant. Yeah, we knew. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joey, what about you? What did you think of that trailer? Um, I thought there wasn't much to it, which is kind of weird. I felt uh, much like Titans. I really felt like Iron Fist season two, regardless of how you felt about season one. I thought it was all right. I don't think I ever need to watch it ever again in my entire life, but it was OK. Um it's another thing that needed to really knock it out of the park and have maybe sit up and take attention. And I don't think it really did that. What did get my attention is uh, apparently in the panel, they showed a lot of different fight scenes from this upcoming season. And allegedly they have a bunch of new fight choreographers and everything looked freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. So that got me really excited. And these are from people that were reporting on it on Twitter that, they weren't just fanboys. They're like people that actively like were reporting on it and saying that the fights that they were showing looked fantastic. So that gets me really excited. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like I'm not going to watch it. I just, I, I wish there was more to this trailer that made me sit up and say, Oh wow. Okay. Iron fist is going to be a lot different this year. Yeah. I think they probably are not going to show like all of the really good, good stuff like right off the bat, but I, I think it's enough to show that it's uh it's going to be better than the last season. I really think so. All right. So uh, so then a couple of more. Uh, there was a new trailer for season two of Star Trek Discovery. I did not see season one. I just watched like those first couple of episodes that they put out for free. But holy shit, this trailer looks amazing. Uh, they brought back Christopher Pike uh, as the captain. And he's rocking an old school yellow Star Trek shirt that's designed a little bit differently. Um, it looks like it's fun. It looks like it's action-packed. The special effects look amazing. I can't believe this is a TV show. Uh, did you guys get a chance to take a look at the Star Trek Discovery trailer, uh, Aubrey? You know, I didn't watch the first season, um, so I don't feel like I am aware of anything that goes on. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I don't want to pay to watch this show. So I don't have any expectations. I don't feel anything. I don't feel excited because if I felt excited, I'd have to pay for it. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't. I have enough streaming services as it is, but I'm not going to lie. I'm second guessing getting that CBS one because that show looks pretty dope. Uh, Joey, what about you, man? Did you get a chance to take a look at that trailer? Yeah, it's the Internet will provide if you need it. So. 
just saying. Um, no, I didn't watch it because I don't like Star Trek. Oh, that's right. But I have heard very good things from people about this show. And Calvin actually was telling me that it would be good for me to watch, even if I don't like Star Trek, because it's uh, it's different enough that that I might like it, especially because I like Battlestar Galactica so much. So I might still check it out if I get bored, but I have a lot of other stuff to watch first. So. Yeah, if they make it very easily accessible to you, then I can, I guess you probably, at least giving it a shot, giving it a couple of episodes. Right, right. All right, cool. All right, so then the last one I wanted to talk about was, uh, speaking of outer space, uh, The Clone Wars is coming back for its final season, even though we thought they put that on Netflix before, uh, the new Disney streaming service is bringing back Clone Wars for, I think it's like 13 episodes to wrap up uh, that storyline and to end these characters right where they started for uh, episode three. You know, I never finished Clone Wars, um, but I'm glad that there's a a definitive end to it. So I might actually go back and uh, catch up with the rest of them to see how this one goes. What did you guys think of the trailer for the new Clone Wars, Joey? Um... (laughs) <laughs> it's it's very strange for me. I've never watched the Clone Wars series. <laughs> what? You didn't watch that one episode? I've watched two or three episodes okay. here and there. I keep trying to get into it, but I haven't been able to uh, really get into it. And it's strange because obviously I love Star Wars uh, to the point where I've named my children after Star Wars characters. But I just never got into the Clone Wars. I may have to just sit down and force myself to pat. Apparently, the first season is very kiddy, and then it gets a lot better after that. So I may have to force my way through season one and just watch the whole thing. Cause it's it's Star Wars. So it, it's exciting, though, that it's coming back. And it, it kind of gives the idea where Disney's streaming service is going. If they're going to have a lot of fan service stuff like that, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it's going to... Um I definitely think it's going to tie up all of the loose ends and make people excited for another Star Wars animated show that maybe takes place a little bit after that. Um, Aubrey, what about you? Did you get a chance to check out the trailer for The Clone Wars? I didn't, but I also haven't watched Clone Wars at all. (laughs) Uh, Same with thing with Joey. Like, I just haven't really watched it. It's, I don't know. It's tough because I don't really like cartoons. Yeah. So, you know, my cartoon... Um, preference is normally just South Park and that's it. <laughs> well, I do know that the, uh, like Joy was saying, the first season is a little kiddie-ish. Um, it does get a little bit more serious afterwards. I did fall off probably like season three, but I remember there being one episode that was uh, inspired by my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie, Notorious. Um, and it was almost like shot for shot uh, Alfred Hitchcock. So once I saw that, I'm like, all right, these guys that are making this TV show, they, they have a pretty good idea of what they're doing. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, I definitely might go back and get caught up before the uh, the new season appears, even if I have to get a Disney streaming service to watch it. Damn it. Uh, and I think that might be it, except for, you know what, Joey, I did want to ask you, did you get a chance to check out the trailer for Voltron Season 7? Oh, I sure did. I am super duper excited. Uh, me and both of my children are very, very excited for the new season of Voltron, so... Uh, it, it sucks though, because it's the second to last season. They they said that, so there'll only be one more after this, and then hopefully maybe they can get Car Voltron or something. But I don't want it to end. I really like this show. Yeah, I'm still trying to work my way through the second season, man. I, I'm I really want to to get caught up, but it's tough. It's really tough. Um, Aubrey, are you a Voltron fan? Were you a fan of uh, this new animated show at all? 
I know you just I'm talked a about how you didn't watch cartoons. I'm a fan of the original Voltron, but I haven't watched the new one. Mm-hmm. Joy, you, you think she'll like it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Please watch it immediately. <laughs> the episodes are only a half an hour, so you can sit down and watch like one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when I get a minute. So never. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. I'll try awesome. so hard. Yeah, I definitely want to try to get to that too. And I know that um, uh, the Voltron uh, animated show is done by some of the creators of Korra, Legend of Korra, who are also working on Avatar The Last Airbender, which is a, uh, two cartoons that I definitely love. Uh, one of the other writers for that show is actually going to be doing another cartoon show on Netflix called Dragon Prince. Um, and I think this looks really cool. Uh, did you guys get a chance to see the trailer for the Dragon Prince on Netflix? I did no. not. No, I think it's going to be. I'll check cool. it out though. Is it what's? Is it like? Uh, it's not like super kitty or anything, right? No, no. It's definitely in that same kind of. I want to say age range as Voltron, but this one is more like a. Uh, it looks like more like knights and armor and that time frame. Sounds good to me. I just hope as long as it's not like PJ Masks or some shit like. That. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Aubrey knows the. I do. Yeah. Gecko. It's a little kid's show, Mark. Oh, okay. That's why. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's pretty much it. That's it for all of the trailers. Uh, was there any other uh, cool tidbits that you guys wanted to go over that came out of, of uh, San Diego Comic-Con? I thought the uh, trailer for uh, George R. R. Martin Presents Night Flyers on Sci-Fi Channel was uh, very derivative of Event Horizon. But since Night Flyers book came out, 15 years before Event Horizon, then maybe Event Horizon is derivative of Night Flyers. But uh, it looks right up my alley, so I'm going to be checking that out. <laughs> I didn't even bother looking at that trailer because it just didn't seem like something that I wanted to watch. It, honestly, like it just looks like Event Horizon, the series. So <laughs> I'll see. I've, n- I've never seen Event Horizon. What? Yeah, I know. We've had this discussion before. Oh, Mark, you disappoint me. <laughs> Whatever. You've never seen Jaws. Shut up. What? It's yeah. gonna be scary. <laughs> All right. I was terrified of Pinocchio when I was growing up. Was it the whale scene? No, it was the whale. And I think we've had this discussion <laughs> on the podcast before. Yep, I think we did. Was it yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas's Pinocchio? The whole thing is creepy. Uh, all right. So, Aubrey, was there anything that uh, any other news that uh, that impressed you out of San Diego Comic Con? No, not really. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's going to wrap up everything we're talking about this week. But before we get going, any recommendations for the kids and the listeners out there? Aubrey. Um, I recommend everybody stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that when I'm pulling 400-pound pallets by hand at work every night. Just get it over with. Get your degree right after high school. Please do it for me. Do it for our country. <laughs> uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I just want to say a quick uh, rest in peace to a uh, uh, geek that passed away this weekend, to John Schnepp. Uh, he did a movie called The Death of Superman Lives, all about the making of Tim Burton and Nick Cage's Superman movie. Uh, John Schnepp passed away, and uh, it's really unfortunate. He was a really cool dude. I saw him at New York Comic Con, and I was too nervous to talk to him. Um, but and I kind of wish I did. But he was a 
uh, thing that impressed me most about him is that he was a fanboy, but he was also a guy that uh, you know could back it up and put out some uh, content too. He worked on both sides. So uh, if you get a chance, check out his documentary, "The Death of Superman Lives," um, all about the making of the the movie that almost happened, "Superman Lives," written by Kevin Smith, directed by Tim Burton, starring Nicolas Cage. We almost had it. Awesome. So uh, I recommend everyone go to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, and the podcast every week. So much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Listen to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify or just about any podcatching app under the sun. And uh, recommendations uh, as after this episode drops. So the episode that Mark Ellis and I were on with our really good friends and one of my favorite podcasts that I actually listen to almost every week, uh, the countdown TV and movie reviews, Mark Ellis and I joined them in a battle of top 10 lists of the most pretentious movies of all time. I think our list was better, but I'm a little biased, uh, but you should definitely check it out and definitely listen to them every week. I love that show. And a uh, huge uh, thanks to Stephen from Super Retro for uh, being on the show last week. Check out his show. And uh, that's all I got for recommendations. Listen to us on the Countdown Podcast. Oh, and I was on uh, Superhero Speak last week. So go and listen to last week's Superhero Speak. You can hear more of me talking. We talked about a bunch of nerdy news, including Henry Cavill uh, being scared to date. Because <laughs> I'm sure Henry Cavill has a lot of t- tough times finding ladies to date. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Poor guy. It's hard out there for a pimp, you know. So that will wrap it up for episode number two hundred and seven of the So Wizard Podcast. On behalf of my co-host, the Queen of All Nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, citizens of the internet. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. We are getting good DC movies, everyone. What the hell is happening with this world? Wakanda forever. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. This has been episode number 207 of the So Wizard Podcast. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs>